birds in life are free But you can give them to the birds and bees I want money This is Random Acts of Tangent. I'm Adam, and I'm joined by Rex. What's up? Big energy. Whoa! Oh my god. Big energy. Jesus. I know. I know. I just blew out your fucking speakers there. Yeah, no kidding. I? God. Oh, yeah. These levels, I gotta readjust the whole thing now. That's right. It wasn't even me talking. It was my penis. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> a very enthusiastic penis. Hey, guys. Mary sounds very small. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's got like a Mike Tyson voice. It's actually oh, okay. big. It's crazy. I see. It'll knock you out in one punch. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> Well, <laughs> very good. Now it's just me and you today, which uh, it's been a while since we did a podcast, just the two of us. Yeah, now it's creepy that I was talking about my penis. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to start off with a, a ridiculous discussion, which everyone has had in the past couple of weeks, which uh, is, is about the lottery. Oh, this gigantic yeah, bazillion gazillions that were supposed to be won. Tons of money. Yeah. Did you get in any office pools? Yeah, of course, yeah. man. Yeah, me do. too. Because yeah, it's because it's less about trying to win the money and it's more about like let's do something as an office and share in the grief and share right. in the like hopes and all that kind of thing so it's not like i'm really trying to win because let's be honest the the likelihood that you win is insignificant the likelihood yeah. that you win is probably just as good as the likelihood that you find the winning ticket on the floor right, right like exactly. that's that's what it's at i, I think a common misconception is that uh, if you buy two tickets it doubles your chances which is, which is not true. No. So instead of being one in 5,000 billion, it's two in 5,000 billion. It's not, it yeah. doesn't double your chances. It gives you, eh. yeah. it's just, it's like flipping a quarter. If you flip exactly. it enough times. It's called the gambler's fallacy. Yeah. It's just stupid. But yeah, I got into it. Uh, I think there was like 20 of us that were in the pool and, uh, we won a total of $13. Nice. Which uh, got reapplied to a different lotto, which we all lost. So no, well, you know. Wasn't so much for his team building. Cause, let uh, it ride. Yeah. Let it ride. Exactly. <laughs> Like that, what was that movie back in the day? It was like Empire Records or something? Oh, yeah. Cadillac yeah. Records, something like that. No, it was Empire Records was it? when he lost all the money. And yeah. He like doubled up like a bazillion dollars and let it ride for no reason on roulette. Because he's a fucking moron. Idiot. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, so the, the, there is uh, one story that's out right now. That one of the people that supposedly won uh, uh-huh. was was from an office pool all right. uh, at McDonald's. I think this was like in Kansas or some something. And uh, she... Started to say that no, no, that was not one of the tickets for the pool. That was one I bought by myself on my own off to the side. Like she got, she was charged with buying the tickets for the whole office, yeah. and then uh, went to go buy some more. Uh-huh. And now she's saying that the ticket she bought was with her money, not with the office pool money. So that became a, a point of contention. Yeah, and but now she's she's becoming more and more crazy as time goes on because she's now saying that she doesn't know where the ticket is. Oh no! Well, first she said that she hid the ticket at work. And then she said that she hid the ticket at home, and now she says she can't find the ticket, but it might be in her work pants. Oh, no. <laughs> and she hired a lawyer, and it's just a bunch of bullshit, just trying to cry for attention. But it, it, it's one of those things that makes you – every time you get into these huge lottery things, people next, start thinking – Next thing you know, she's going to have sex with Ray J. No. <laughs> I, heard, I heard women who have attention-seeking behavior tend to do that. Right? Try to get more famous? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Release a sex tape. All those kinds of things. No, but it's one of those things that makes you think. Once this lottery gets this big, people start thinking that, oh, I'm going to win and I'm going to do all this shit. And they start planning out how they're going to spend the money before they even buy the ticket in some cases. Yeah, yeah. What If you had all kinds of money, infinite money, what would be the like top two things you would do first? Keep it 
Okay. And just put it into an investment firm and live off the residuals for the rest of my wow, life. Wow, you're an animal. What? <laughs> you want to buy something ex- extravagant? With the residuals, yeah. I mean, think about it. You you take, okay, for instance, I forget how much money was take home once, once you just take the lump sum, right? Mm-hmm. But you get paid out on interest quarterly and you're, I mean, even if you're getting paid three to six percent on $260 million. Yeah. Three to six percent on $260 million is a fucking ridiculous amount of money still. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in three months, I'd have like the best house with a fucking billion Porsches and okay. Bugattis and whatever the fuck I wanted. But, um, as far as just taking the money immediately and spending a lump sum on something, no, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put my money to work so it makes more money. Okay. Yeah. And this is something that I, I was talking about with, with a couple of people. Uh, this was after the fact. After it, we already lost. Nobody won, but it was still a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. And uh, the, the, what I would like to do is I'd like to have businesses mm-hmm. all over the country, all over the world, pretty much. Okay. Like I'd have I'd have a restaurant in, in Spain, I'd have a restaurant in Italy, and I have restaurants all over the place, and yeah. and houses kind of close by that place or flats or whatever, to just kind of always be traveling and have still business. So the money's still working for me, but I can I can walk in. Uh, Goodfellow style, and uh, I need a table, and they set up a table for me. That that kind of thing. That's that's something that I aspire. Well, yeah, I mean, you d- you could do that even just with the residuals. My my point is, is just to have that constant income coming all the time. The I mean, the stuff that I would do with that money. I mean, high on the list is also finding a pimp. So oh. I can try to bargain with him and see how much it would cost to punch a hooker in the oh. face. <laughs> uh, my friends tried this once, yeah. and he said that it, he, they found a pimp, and the pimp wouldn't let him do it because he said it was damaging the merchandise. Right. <laughs> you break it, you buy it type of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, that that would be kind of fun. You'd have to do it in one of these, like, like basically one of these countries where people are property, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, is basically almost every country except for the U.S. <laughs> Pretty much every, everywhere that like the U.S. U.S. and Europe, and probably that's it. Like people don't realize how horrible the world is. Right. They keep on bitching about like their stupid little like battles here and there over one thing or another. Like, oh, my coffee is too hot. Let me sue McDonald's, yeah. bitch. <laughs> In another country, you burn that. You burn your fucking mouth like that. That would be an issue. You'd have your like fucking lips cut off, right, for driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's one of the things that I think kind of sets us back a little bit. The fact that we're so uh, frivolous with that kind of with those kind of lawsuits and stuff in other countries, where I think that's where they get tort, it right. Tort law. Tort law. Yeah, that's what that's what's to blame for it. It's called tort law. Okay. Yeah. It's it's uh, basically um, like those kind of laws. Are are because of people practicing tort in California. Uh, th- there's that one. There's other weird environmental laws where, like, if something's nesting in a hundred foot area, you can't build anything near. Oh, it. the endangered animals the, stuff. The endangered animal stuff. Eh. Even if you can relo- even if you can relocate them. Um, the weird weird lawsuits about like plastic surgery and stuff like that, and I don't know, just. Really weird, obscure fucking laws in California are are why uh, we have like. Well, well, first of all, I, I actually sh- we should start complaining about California in general because California okay. kind of has a, this culture where be easy. it's sue happy. It's mm. just completely mm-hmm. sue happy. Absolutely, and I mean a big, a big 
issue with me is DUIs also. Okay. Because as a bartender, I don't think it should be my responsibility to make sure that you don't get too drunk. Oh, okay. So you get sued if you uh, overserve? Well, let's say, for instance, I overserve somebody, right, which is a misnomer to begin with because all I'm doing is doing my job. Right. Somebody pays me to do a job. I do my job. Yeah. Period. My job is serving alcohol. It's not ensuring that you don't get too drunk. In a lot of instances, people want to get that drunk. Now, why else would you go to a bar? Exactly. (laughs) Right. And now, if that guy leaves the bar and like just plows into a bus full of nuns, oh no, they they can sue him for for the deaths of those nuns. First, he's going to hell. Well, I I would argue that's punishment enough. If that's a place. (laughs) Now, okay, so they could sue him. And not only do they sue him, but in, in California, we have such weird fucked up laws here that basically he can come around and say, well, it wasn't my fault. It was the bartender's fault for over-serving me. It was the owner of the establishment where I was served all calls fault for serving me. And it was basically everybody in that establishment, except for me who drank the fucking right. booze. <laughs> right. It's all their fault and not mine. The car owners should have sensors in the cars. The car manufacturers should put sensors to let people know that I'm too drunk to drive and shut it off. So yeah, and it's so bullshit because also. I mean, a lot of people, Ugh. a lot of people have like a weird drink, uh, weird gene where they can smell a beer and they're like drunk. Right. Which is, okay, that's an exaggeration, but they'll drink half a beer and they'll get drunk. Yes, yes. And as a bartender, somebody orders a full fucking beer. I don't know if one of these assholes walks into my bar. All I can assume is that he's just the average asshole that walks into my bar, and he's just like every other asshole. Right. And he can drink <laughs> at least four to five beers before he's, like, catching a buzz. And it's, I think it's harder for you and me because we have such high tolerances where yeah. it, it's almost like a superpower that we, we actually had to use not too long ago. Did we? To, uh, yeah. Oh, we did. We did. <laughs> we did use it as a superpower. We do. It is a crazy superpower. In fact, that's what makes me a good bartender is that I could be like five or six drinks into it and I'm doing my job better than sober people that right. are doing my job most of the time. <laughs> and, and, um, it, but it is, it's hard to gauge. I've had bartenders slow me down before after I was just doing shots of JMO. They're like, yeah, you need to take a couple minutes before your next shot. Okay. And I'm like, motherfucker, that was my fourth shot. <laughs> Line up eight more. Yeah, like, because they can't handle it, they assume you can't handle it. Yeah, or we're just doing them quickly kind of okay. thing. <laughs> Granted, they're on one of those nights, um, well, the bartender didn't shut me down, but I slowed myself down because I was bartending. I was taking shots with everybody. Okay. And the aftermath of that was I had to carry a girl from who was a hostess oh. <laughs> at, our, at our bar to the office so she could sleep on the table. Oh, nice. And then two people threw up. Oh, on her? No, okay. <laughs> not on her. Why? That's I know I work at a I, Japanese restaurant, but that's kinky. <laughs> well, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like anorexic porn. No. Wow, mm. that doesn't sound appealing at all. B- bulimia fetish. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Why? Oh, <laughs> paint a picture with that. Yeah. Oh, with the, all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the, with the winnings, there's a story that somebody uh, bought something that's a little weird. I, nothing, something I haven't heard of before in a while. Um, Penis extension. No. Well, see, and this, I don't think it had to do with any winnings. This is just something that happened. Penis and smallment. And smallment. <laughs> Yes, that's what it was. No. Uh, it was a Vietnamese guy who uh, he bought a town. Oh, not the Insmallman. <laughs> Definitely the other yeah, one. Yeah, no. Uh, he bought a town in Wyoming. Oh, I heard about that. 
That that this to me is is pretty is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, now, gr- granted, the town isn't that big. There's only one resident in the town, uh, but he he bought the town for nine hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It was at an auction of some kind, and uh, there was a, a bunch of people that were taking interest in it. There was from forty six other countries. People were flying in to bid on this thing. What the fuck? Uh, this guy he moved there with his wife quite a while ago. She eventually died, and then uh, six years after she died, he bought the town. Yeah, which consists of uh, let's see, it has a mobile phone tower, a car park, a, a lorry company, which uh, is used for power, I guess, and um, and his house, and that's the whole town. Okay, and uh, he decided to finally sell it so he can move with his rest of his family or whatever, but it doesn't matter. But the, the the thing that I liked about this was the fact that this guy, this Vietnamese guy, now he owns a town. Yeah. Which is... So he's like a feudal lord. Exactly. Now. That, see, that is amazing to me. I would love to own a town. Can he have serfs? <laughs> see, is that, that the, the way it works? That's the question I was going to ask you, because you, you, you know more about law stuff than I do. If you if you own a town, do you, yeah. can you set the rules? Is it pretty much your like sovereign nation? Well, fuck if you got me, dude. I don't know that shit. It's that, probably state law. That would be awesome. Because I know there is state law, but every city can also have its own kind of little ordinances to make certain things legal or it not. It can, but it can't su- uh, supersede the government's laws. Hmm. So the government, like the federal government's laws uh, hold precedent over state laws. The federal government will give states a little bit of leeway here and there uh, to to kind of like interpret the Constitution in their own way because they look at them kind of as Petri dishes to test out different interpretations of how the constitution can work. Okay. Uh, kind of like in California where they don't really enforce marijuana, uh, convictions. Right. Um, but like, and, and Obama like... has even said, like, he doesn't want anybody really busted for marijuana convictions. Right. So that's, that's basically like saying, I know what the federal law says, but we're going to test this out here to see how it goes. And maybe in the future, based on how it goes here, we'll pass legislation and revise the constitution. So it works with it. Um, I see, because because there, there are cities like in Calabasas here in, in California. There's yeah. a there's, there's no smoking ordinance. You cannot smoke in Calabasas. Like the whole the whole place. the whole town, the whole city, yeah. as, as far as I know. And uh, also in uh, yeah, that's it? not just city. That's not just a city ordinance. That's just intelligent. Okay, okay. Smoking but, is horrible for you. I've, of course, and it, it smells is. like horrible. Right, but then also there's uh, cities in Nevada where prostitution is legal. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> which is an amazing idea. All right. <laughs> So that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, if you can have those kind of contradicting laws. To, How is that a contradicting law? Well, I mean, no, like smoke, no smoking in California where everyone else you can smoke. There's yeah. prostitution out in Vegas or not in Vegas, in, uh, I think it's a Pahrump. Something. Or something. Why do you know? I don't, I, I was in a uh, TV show or yeah, huh? something. Okay. Okay. So wait, how do, how do those contradict each other? No, I'm just saying that those laws contradict the rest of the state. The rest of the state? Yeah, like the rest of the state you can smoke, but in Calabasas you can't. The rest of the state prostitution is illegal. But in this place in, in Nevada, it is legal. Uh huh. So I'm just taking that and applying it to where the, I, a town that I. Oh, uh, okay. My well, it's contradictory to the rest of the state laws. See, it's, I think that Calabasas they probably they probably haven't made smoking illegal. Illegal. What they've done is made smoking in an area where there's like anybody within a hundred feet illegal, which is basically making smoking illegal. Uh, yeah. But you, you, I don't think. Like, you could actually restrict people's freedoms to the extent where you could make something as private as smoking illegal. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, the act of smoking within itself, to, to make that illegal and restrict people's that behavior, since it's a freedom that's shared everywhere else, 
would be really, really hard to do. But if you try to make a law and then tweak it such that it's, oh, we're, we're, no, we're not restricting their personal freedom. What we're doing is we're looking out for the safety the of others. Yeah. Okay, now, if they do that, then they can, in a sense, make it illegal. Now, is that something that's voted on by the people in the city? Well, it it either be voted upon by the people in the city or voted by the city council members. Okay. So, based on that, I'm the only guy in the city. Yeah. I, I'm the only one voting, so yeah. I get anything that go, I want goes. Uh, Kind of, yes, kind of no. I mean, he'd have to really be careful with the way that he passed laws and, and worded them because they'd get struck down real quick. Okay. Just being like, yeah, no, I'm just thinking unconstitutional, th- unconstitutional. Yeah, just just based on uh, things that I know without uh, getting to specifics. A Vietnamese guy now owns a town in uh, in Wyoming. Yeah, what can we expect to be coming out of that town now? Uh, lots of tunnels. Lots of tunnels. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the best pho ever. Yeah, pho man. I, I don't know. I don't have any other Vietnamese stereotypes to work with. Yeah, and I, 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 I need to do I. I'm just uh, putting it out there. <laughs> well, I just I love the idea of owning your own town. Just being like the ruler, like that Family Guy episode where he had Pretoria, where uh, oh, he yeah, found out yeah. he, his, his pretty much his house. Was the sovereign the nation, nation or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he declared war on Joe, <laughs> 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 which was cool. But yeah, so I think that's a pretty good use of money nine hundred thousand dollars to buy yourself a little town. It's a dumbass use of money. What? In a fucking back ass words place that nobody visits. <laughs> fucking why the fuck would you do that? I'd rather have a house in Hollywood. Okay, well you can have that in addition to a, a place in Wyoming. No, no, <laughs> I don't need it. Why would I need it? Just to put it on your business card, owner of a town or something. Owner of a town, <laughs> city mayor. What, what? Yeah. See, that's the problem <laughs> with having that much money. I don't want to be <laughs> one of those crazy bored rich dudes. That's, that's like, well, you know, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna climb K two. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you climb the second highest, as second highest mountain in the world when you have billions and millions of dollars? You're gonna go fucking break your leg on the way up and then die of frostbite. Your penis is gonna fall off and you're never gonna have any fun ever. What the fuck? Yeah, that's not good. It's a horrible idea. I have to get like helicoptered into one of the higher points and just hang out for a little bit. Yeah, Less I mean risk. maybe that, maybe, <laughs> but. But, like, climb and do all this dangerous shit? No, man. I already made it. I'm at the top of the food chain. But don't you think it's one of those things, like, I have everything. Now it's it's adrenaline. You become an adrenaline junkie because that's the only thing you pretty much can't There are buy. way better ways to get adrenaline. Well, without buying drugs and getting all crazy and dying in a bathtub. No, I don't, and... I'm not going to do drugs. I mean, <laughs> look at that guy, Richard, whatever the Richard fuck Branson, is. Richard Branson, man. Branson, yeah. yeah. He's a G, dude. Yeah. He fucking like kites, uh, kite surfs and does all kind of like crazy behavior and stuff like that. Like yeah. he gets his adrenaline fix. Yeah, but that's also dangerous stuff. He can still break an ankle doing that. You're not going to die, dude. Not, <laughs> not kite surfing. It's not climbing K2. Right. What, it's it's what not about... spelunking. Like about a fucking a idiot. Crazy vultures and eagles attacking you. There's always stuff, man. You're reaching, man. Yeah, I know. You're reaching. I'm trying. I, I just pulled the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a reach. Uh, anyway, uh, one more uh, money story here. I might get in trouble driving fast cars if I was rich. Oh. I, yeah, oh, I yeah, that's tough. I definitely like fast cars. Yeah. I know there's a lot of rich people that actually they start 
getting car collections and motorcycles and motorcycles that'd be your advice you'd start getting buying all kinds of motorcycles no no i don't even need a bunch of them i just want to go fast on one okay <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it'll, it'll start getting out of control we're like all right this one's fast is there a faster one uh, or maybe yeah. this one's faster. Yeah, I'd be like Jay Leno on a fucking jet bike looking like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Powered by steam? No, it's a jet bike. He has a jet bike. What? There's a bike out there with a jet engine. Wow. I, th- I think it's called the Y2K. Wow. And, and, it, and it has a Rolls Royce helicopter engine on it. And it, and That it's is a jet. insane. Yeah. An engine used to lift a, a helicopter is, is propelling a, a, a motorcycle. Yeah. Wow. It was in the movie um, Torque. That was all about like, it was like Fast and Furious, but for motorcycles. Mm. Yeah, it was in the end. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not big on car movies, I don't think. Like, oh, did you see Drive? Is it Drive? Yeah, I saw Drive. What did you think about Drive? I think that Ryan Gosling is not Clint Eastwood and he should stop trying to be Clint Eastwood. In fact, <laughs> everybody should stop trying to be Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Nobody is Clint Eastwood except for Clint Eastwood. Right. Keanu Reeves has done a number of roles that were originally written for Clint Eastwood. Constantine was written for Clint Eastwood. Really? Uh, yes. Huh. Looking back on Constantine and the way that like Keanu was trying to act in that movie, think about it. That's straight fucking Clint Eastwood in his younger days. That uh, hmm. and the smoking would cause his voice to be already Clint Eastwood. Exactly. Think Ah, about it. Clint Eastwood's voice is already that way. Uh Huh. Yeah. And same thing with Ryan Gosling, like in in Drive, trying to straight play the strong, silent type that does the right thing and. You know all this shit. It's fucking Clint yeah. Eastwood, no, man. I, I I didn't enjoy it because I it I I didn't I didn't care about anything that happened in the movie. Me neither. There was no connection to the character. There was just there he, isn't. He, he was there doing things and like all right, because he because because he's so silent. I guess. Yeah. I have no idea who he is or what he's about or what he, what are their motives and yeah, just how am, I, how am I supposed to connect with this fucking guy? And not only I mean <laughs> seriously, Ryan, stick to Steve Carell in those crazy fucking movies about love or whatever. Oh, that was a good was. one. That was a good one. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, that was a good movie. Stick to roles like that. Don't mm-hmm. try to be Clint Eastwood. Just be Ryan Gosling. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Although Steve Carell was in that Date Night, which was not very good. Oh, Date Night Blue. Which which is very disappointing because I love Steve Carell. I love Tina Fey, but it was... It Speaking was... of which, they're making Anchorman 2. Ah, uh, yes. This yes. was announced. This was announced on the Conan. Ron Burgundy announced it. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. It wasn't Will Ferrell. It was Ron right. Burgundy. <laughs> That guy's awesome. That, I think that's my favorite role he's ever played in his entire life. De Ocho. Yeah, the Cinco de Ocho. Yeah. Or the, uh, what is it? No. I don't know. The guy from the Spanish station. Right. <laughs> ben Stiller. One of the movies I like Ben Stiller in. Cause he was, yeah, one of the few ones. One of the very, very few. I fucking hate Ben Stiller. Yeah, he's an idiot. All right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, so there's another movie, uh, 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 Money Story here. A Money Story. Yes, this is uh, about a waitress. Money, 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 money. Yeah, it's uh, Stacy Nutson, a server at Frying Pan. Oh, they tried to take away her $16,000 tip. $12,000. 12000 yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, apparently uh, somebody uh, left a, a takeout box on the yeah. table, uh-huh. uh, th- and she ran out to like, hey, you left your, your food here. And the guy said, no, no, that's yours. Keep it. And she opened it, $12,000 inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she, I, I don't understand this move, but I guess that she, she freaked out, uh-huh. and she called the cops. Why? I don't know. I got $12,000. I, I I don't know what to do. So she called. she calls the police. That's a dumbass move. She it's, deserves it to get taken away. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they, they come for, over. That's stupid tax. That's what that is. It's stupid. <laughs> well, There's it, certain <laughs> things people do sometimes, and then bad things happen to them. And like, well, guess what? You're stupid. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the fine you pay for being such an idiot. Yeah, social Darwinism at work. Right. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the police come, and they, they take the money, uh, and they, they hold on to it. Uh, for sixty days, supposedly is uh, the hold on for sixty days. Nobody else claims it. It's yours. Well, that's not fair because they that basically was they took it as it being uh, lost. Lost, right? When it was pretty much it's given not lost. To her. It's given. Yeah, it's given. But this girl uh, from uh, where does it say she's from here? From Minnesota, from I guess stupid. she's got some morals. <laughs> from stupid, that's where she's. Yeah, from. she's got some crazy morals with it. I don't know. It, it, she had the couple. Where the cops. she has this claim that things that were given to her are lost. Yeah, stupid. Now, after sixty days, uh, nobody claimed the money. So you I was like, oh, obviously, right, give me the money back. And uh, the cop said, uh, "Give us another thirty days. We need another thirty days." What? I don't know why. They said they had to wait another thirty days for the money, and then that's eventually. Not true. Well, yeah, well, apparently, and uh, also they the California. cops tried to say that uh, she would not receive the money because it smelled of marijuana. Oh my god! <laughs> They're trying to keep the money. Yes, and it had been seized by the law. That's bullshit. They're trying to keep the money. See what happened? That's stupid tax. Yeah. Now, now the police uh, in 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 a desperate move, I guess they offered her a thousand dollars as reward. For turning in the money. But, no. Yeah. Well, see, now she's, she's starting to get some wits about her now. Probably because she got a lawyer. Uh, she refused the reward and then filed a lawsuit against against him. Good. And uh, now they're being charged to give the money back to her, which is good or bad, depending uh, on the stupid tax. No, it's good now because the cops are stupid on top of it. <laughs> okay. Good. So they're getting penalized for being equally stupid. Yeah. Now OIA gets involved. All right. Office of Internal Affairs comes in and goes... Where'd the fucking money go, stupid? Yeah. And then he gets stupid tax for his job. Right. So after they got sued, the uh, the department changed its mind, and they said they were going to return the money to her. Well, of course they did. Yeah. Such horrible PR for the police department. Oh, where'd the money? I don't know what money. <laughs> did you say money? I just want your money. What, huh? Yeah. So $12,000 tip. That is... I can't imagine the service was that good at the frying pan, but... Hey. Hey. She deserves it. Okay? <laughs> she deserves it? Yeah. $12,000 tip. Apparently, uh, her family has fallen on hard times, and this is a sign from God that she's supposed to have the money. Oh, shut the fuck so, up. <laughs> I thought that would sway your mind there. What? She still <laughs> deserves it. I don't care. It was given to her. Yeah. Property. Absolutely. Property rights. That's it. Period. Property. So, what's the biggest tip you ever got? Biggest tip? Yeah. You've been working uh, as a bartender. You ever got outrageous tips? Nah. Only like 150 bucks. Oh, is that all? Nah. Right. It was on a huge tab. Okay. It was on a tab that justified that much money. I see. Where, I mean, maybe it was like a 30% tip on that tab, but it, there's never been an instance where it's just like, oh my God, five bills. You know, I've I've been around people who've got tipped five bills on like a $100 tab. Wow. Yeah. See, that, that's one thing I feel like I would do if I if I came into those millions. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd be ridiculous with my tipping. I wouldn't. No? No. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm a pretty decent tipper already as is, especially with bartenders. Uh, like for food and stuff, I'll give the standard thirty percent. But for like bartenders, I I go above and beyond in most cases. Because well, it depends on how heavy they're pouring. Ex- exactly, those <laughs> kinds of things. That, and that's why I usually go heavy because I go to places where they uh they 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 pour heavy. Yeah, so I like to do it. Uh, all but right. There's never been an instance where just somebody got tipped like, oh, you gave me a car. You know, that's that's not happening. 
It's, All right. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> Is it insured? I'll have to talk to stripper friends that I know. <laughs> All right. Is this with survival? Yeah. yeah. I can't take that car. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I was trying to be Clint Eastwood. Now you there. were. It yeah. was Clint Eastwood for a second. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to be that guy, man. You know, you heard he uh, he got in trouble for a Super Bowl ad? Did you hear about that? No. He had, he had an ad on the Super Bowl where he was talking about uh, Detroit. And being too awesome, basically. <laughs> Something. But it was like a, a minute and a half ad where it was just him talking to the camera about uh, – it was, it was supposed to be an ad, I think, for a Detroit car company. I forget which one it is. I'm sure it's, uh, it should be obvious to me, but it's not. GM. Sure. Because uh, it's an American car company, so I would, yeah. GM something makes sense. Or he was talking about like uh, this Daimler, is Chrysler, GM, Ford. Those are basically the only okay. companies in the U.S. Where he was talking about uh, Saturn. Uh, he's like, this, it's halftime, America. It's time for us to come back, and we're going to make this country great again, and stuff like that. And yeah. and uh, although from what I hear, uh, Clint Eastwood is uh, uh, pretty much on the right side, the politics. Yeah, the right side jumped on him as uh, claiming that that was an ad for Obama what? about, about halftime, as in half his term. Now, second term coming in. So it's just, it, it got twisted in this weird, you know what? super weird way. You know way. who I fucking blame for this shit? Carl Rove and Rush Limbaugh and Newt Gingrich, <laughs> who are all about just message control. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. If it, It's like Moshe, Michelle Obama, right? Okay. The, the, she has a war on obesity right, right now. That's her thing. She's, she's trying to end childhood obesity. And what the right did with that was, was they go, well, guess what? They're trying to take away your freedom to eat whatever you want. That's what they're trying to do. And in reality, it's just like, how are you going to spin somebody who's trying to make people healthy into a bad thing? Yeah. Like, like it, Obama could walk an old lady across the street and they would, <laughs> they would turn it into he's taking away her uh personal independence <laughs> All right. to live the way she wants to live because he helped her and she didn't ask for it you know like that that's the kind of thing they would do it's like, her right to cross the street at her time when at, she wants whenever to she, yeah, exactly. not when you tell her exactly <laughs> exactly the president put pressure on her and, and shouldn't have done that and all that stuff and turns out she she, she shit her pants after, afterwards oh. and it was totally his fault. And she's got uh, mental abuse or... Yeah, yeah. She, she's got a fucking post-traumatic stress That's disorder <laughs> and all this. Because uh, he, he, you know, she thought he was going to take her purse. Now, just, there's <laughs> there's this horrible, horrible things that the right says about just, like, good things that, <laughs> mean that politicians should be doing, independent of whether or not they're liberal or... Uh, Republican, and I feel like, um, I don't, I don't feel like the liberals do that. I don't feel like the Democrats do that, or they, they try to twist things like all horribly. Like the thing is, well, you, in, in most cases, there's no need to twist things. It's, there isn't because it's just horrible <laughs> at face value. Like right. calling the girl that wants, uh, the government's healthcare program to pay for her birth control a slut right. and a whore. Um. Yeah, I don't need to spin that. I don't have to spin that. <laughs> yeah. You you got you it's like Tom Cruise walked through the door and said you had me at slut. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what happened. Absolutely. Ah, uh, uh, speaking of laws here, there uh, this this comes out of Sweden and this is this uh it hits Sweden. Yes. This hits home for me a lot, and I don't know how much it does for you. I want to move to Sweden or Switzerland. Those people are all models there. Oh, all right. Oh, my God. So, uh, that's, that's so hot right now. That was... <laughs> it's like Hansel. You're right, exactly. I assume he's Swedish. 
But anyway, uh, this 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 is kind of an older story, but it's it's important, so I, I I held on to it because I didn't want to talk about it. Hansel's a Germanic name, Adam. Is it? Yes. Oh, how he, dare you! I guess he looks Swedish. It's from the Rhine. All right, <laughs> <laughs> they are proud people. I'm sure. Uh, this this has to do with uh, the uh, the piracy, and Sweden is notorious for piracy. This is where Pirate Bay is. The pretty pirate much, party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're they're coming out of. Now uh, they. This, let me read from the story here. Uh, Sweden dealt a symbolic blow to the global fight against digital music and film piracy by recognizing a group that promotes file sharing across the internet yes. as a religion. Yes. Aha. Complete freedom of information. Right. <laughs> I'm totally all about this. See, this this to me is, is, is pretty brilliant. Because yeah. religion just in the... Uh, there guess. was another... There was also another related story. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to cut you off. Go wrap this one. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, they registered the Church of uh, Copamism. I'm sure what that means, but uh, it's a way to avoid persecution. It means awesome. Does it? <laughs> I don't know what it means. It means super awesome religion of awesomeness. Oh, it turns out it's in the story here. Uh, Copamism's name is derived from the words copy me, as uh, the websites make clear uh, thing to support downloading and sees copyright laws as a violation of freedom of information. I like my translation better. Yeah, I like that better also. <laughs> <laughs> we believe that information is holy, said Isaac Gerson. He's the uh, quote-unquote spiritual leader of the church. Good. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> Give me the great. Kool-Aid. The, the, the church symbols are Control-C and Control-V. Yeah. <laughs> Which is copy and paste for you uh, non-computer people. Uh, we do not think that copying is stealing or can ever be stealing. It's just, I, I like this whole idea. Because I don't know how serious this actually is. Oh, yeah? Yeah, how bad would it be if somebody copied something that had a copyright on it, let's say, hypothetically, uh, entitled GNU, and okay. then took that, uh, that, that specific copyright, explicitly stated that if you were going to use that version of the product and developed a new software from it, then it also had to be free to the public right but then they took all that information and then they privatized it co- recopyrighted it even though it was all based on information that was supposed to pro- proliferate itself as free and then they started charging people for it it sounds familiar how horrible would that be that's it, it uh, that sounds horrible that would almost be as horrible as maybe um calling it osx <laughs> oh is that right that's a mac thing it's Linux. Linux is is copyrighted underneath a co- a specific type of copyright called the GNU protocol. Okay. And any kind of information that you develop, any kind of programming that you develop from GNU, if it was from that root, then it has to be free. It's it's stated explicitly in that copyright. If you take huh. their technology, you develop something from it, it has to be free. And that's basically and Apple just ripped it off. Huh. Mac ripped it off, and Microsoft also ripped it off. Okay, oh, they tried I, to run to it and rip it off. Not, not, didn't work out so well. Droid ripped it off. Mm. I mean, it, you basically—it's—it's it's one of the most stable running environments that you could have in Linux and Unix uh, systems. It's, it, they're way, way more stable than anything. I keep hearing about that, but I, I feel like it's—it's it's, uh, way too complicated. No, no, it's way simple. In, in fact, there was um, a town, and I forget which country that was in the re- news recently. Maybe you can find this. Okay. But to save on money, they installed Linux and all the. I think it was Linux. It was either Linux or Unix and all of their computers instead of Microsoft. 
and uh, oh Mac OS X or something like that. <laughs> um, whatever, something that charged them money. And instead of using these four pay uh, operating systems, they used y- y- either Unix or Linux, and they put it in all the computers, and everybody learned basic programming language for them which is not that hard okay and they saved like a couple million dollars because they didn't have to spend all this goddamn money on stupid ass programming language that most of the time is buggy as shit Hmm. uh and that's regardless of whether or not you have you know a mac or a pc even though macs are a more stable running environment absolutely they're um they're much more common now so people that are writing viruses yeah. are writing them all for Macs now. That's going to suck. And that used to be one of the main things about Macs that everybody was like, well, you know, they're so great because nobody writes viruses for them and stuff. Right. And now... I can download with impunity. Yeah, exactly. Everybody has a Mac. So all the programming language that goes into uh, writing viruses is, is primarily spent writing them all for Macs. Wow, okay. I just pulled up a list here. Yeah. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there's 50 places Linux is running that you might not expect. Oh, there you go. Uh, Department of Justice. Oh, of course. Uh, the U.S. Navy. <laughs> the submarine fleet. Uh, Munich, Germany. Spain. I Federal think it's Aviation. Munich. I French think it's Parliament. actually Munich that I was I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This this is quite a list. Here. It's the best. Cuba. It's the best. Postal Service, yeah, the USPS. I'm serious. <laughs> Lin- wow. Linux is so fucking amazing. You, like people don't realize how good, like how stable it is. You have complete control over your operating system huh. in, a, in a Linux environment. Very you nice. Need just, you just need to learn a couple command codes. If if you can learn contra, fucking up down, up down, left right, <laughs> ABA, all that kind of shit, you can learn yeah. Linux command. You'll be fine. All right. If you can learn basic HTML to edit your fucking MySpace page back in the day, oh, wow. then then you can learn right. Linux commands. <laughs> oh, Burlington. Look at that. All right. Tommy Hilfiger. All right. I'm going to close this. I'm getting distracted. Uh, yeah, I think I'll check out this Linux. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, who doesn't have a fucking old-ass dinosaur of a computer in their house that needs some revamp? I, I have two. <laughs> right, right behind me, exactly. actually. I have, I have a dual-core uh, 1.2 gigahertz computer at home mm. that's just collecting dust. I, w- I should just throw Ubuntu on there and see what happens. Yeah, I have, I have one of those, too, a dual-core. But uh, I'm a little skeptical to use it because at one... Uh, Did it catch on fire? No, at one point oh. it was um, uh, confiscated by the authorities. Let's not talk about this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of Mac, uh, this has something to do with Mac or Apple at least. Uh, this is uh, it's happened out of China. This is out of uh, Beijing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Five people were charged. Apple. Is that five? No, it's oh. Cantonese for bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that recently. I had to throw it in there. All right. Very good. Uh, five people in southern China have been charged with intentional injury. <laughs> in the case of a Chinese teenager who sold a kidney so he could buy an iPhone and an iPad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh they do capitalism better than we do. <laughs> yeah, this is a seventeen year old boy that wanted this iPad and iPhone pretty badly. So I guess he found a way uh that he would receive two hundred and twenty thousand yuan. Yen. I thought yen was Y E N. 
They spell it two ways because there's a couple countries that use a yen as a denomination, but oh. they're different. Uh, they're traded differently on the okay market. That's what I thought, but it just this doesn't look right. Anyway, it's about thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, to arrange a transplant, where uh, <laughs> they they don't want to re- refer to this guy by name, but they will call him Wang. Oh, uh, they, real specific, <laughs> right, yeah, well, Mr. Lee, right? <laughs> yeah, so he got he got yeah. paid uh, twenty. He's Vietnamese, 000. Mr. Nguyen. Mr. Nguyen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like ninety percent of the country, every Vietnamese person I've ever met, except for my friend David Doe, is named Nguyen. Nguyen. That's it's, it's a very common name. When yeah. I when I see Nguyen, I think Vietnamese because that's the only really Vietnamese guy I know is Nguyen. It's probably their word for Vietnamese. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, he got $35,000 for the kidney, which uh, most of that went to the surgeon and to the uh, the people that organized the medical staff and all that yeah. stuff. He got 22,000 yen, which uh, doesn't seem like that much based on 220,000. Hey, he's a job creator, okay? Yeah. yeah okay. He is a job creator. Let's focus on that. Yeah. All right. That's uh, one way to look at it. <laughs> Now, the uh, that products, uh, they're very popular in China, but they're usually out of the reach of the Chinese people. So, are people frowning on this or, or like, what's going on with this? Well, how is this being received? It, it, it doesn't really say how it's being received. They're just saying that these people got arrested or that they're getting charged for the intentional injury of a minor. Oh, because he's a minor. Yeah, well, he's 17. Now, th- when, <laughs> when he told his parents about it, like, hey, uh, where'd you get that iPhone and iPad? I sold a kidney. Apparently told him, but it doesn't give any reactions here. I don't know what. I'd love to see if he was nonchalant about it like that. <laughs> you know, where'd you get it? You're selling drugs, aren't you? No. Why are you peeing blood? <laughs> you know, like what? How did they discover that? Yeah, every conversation is from the bathroom because he's yeah. peeing so frequently. Exactly. <laughs> Just can't filter anything. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I, I do enjoy I do enjoy Apple products quite a bit, but I I can't imagine going to links. Anywhere near that to try to afford something. Like, I need a new computer, and I would like an iPad. Well, hopefully this guy is listening to our podcast on his new iPad. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's you all can I download. Know. You can download it off iTunes, my friend. It was absolutely. What's his name again? Uh, Wang. Okay, Wang. Yeah, <laughs> no, Wang. Mr. Wang, if you're listening. If you're listening, <laughs> you go. You go. You got another kidney. Don't forget that. Yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> Well, because people don't like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if people out there didn't realize you have two kidneys. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm not. It's kind of like those Jay Leno things. Where like, how smart are these people? Oh, that like, jaywalking stuff that he does. Yeah, yeah. Jaywalking. Name, name five countries in Africa. People are like, no, you mean the country of Africa? My name's Sarah Palin. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so from a kidney donation to, um, I guess, the cancer. Sure. Why not? Why not? There was a uh, Facebook campaign which was launched about, let me see, it was created by mothers to help children. Okay. And this is the Bald and Beautiful campaign. Oh, no. No? You don't like this? No. Uh Uh-oh. What do you have against this so far? I don't, okay, I'm pretty sure every campaign that is blank and beautiful, I don't care what blank (laughs) is, it's not beautiful. You know what's beautiful? Beautiful. beautiful. You don't need to be told something's beautiful. Something that's beautiful is just like you put it in front of somebody and be like, oh my God, a tear's running down my face because it's so beautiful. All right. I don't need to be reading about beautiful. Well, some people happen to like the bald look. 
I'm not myself. I don't know I, who these people are. I'm just saying some people that might like them. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think like perhaps you may refer to a man as uh, handsome. Okay. Who has a, a bald head. Oh, okay. Or something like that. I, that's true. He can't you be don't, beautiful. You don't go, that's a, that's a beautiful man. <laughs> That's right, Adam Sandler asked the way you said that. <laughs> like not too long ago. <laughs> booty. Um, my, my, Come my, to the back <laughs> of the boat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not not too long ago, actually, my mother um well actually it was it's probably been a year now. Oh. But oh she we were talking about uh my dating life over right. the years. I don't know how this came up. Okay. I have coffee with my mother, and she's more tangential than we are on this podcast. Wow. That's pretty tangential, wow. right? Paper, spoon, paper bag. I like broccoli. Now, <laughs> she... Dog in law. Exactly. <laughs> Very tangential. <laughs> and uh, we get on the subject about the girls that I've dated. All right. And she goes, you like very handsome women. Whoa. Ooh. Handsome women, huh? Huh. Handsome. Interesting. Handsome. <laughs> it's my penis talking again. Okay. <laughs> now, you never refer to a woman as handsome no. ever. I mean, unless she's like on steroids and bodybuilding. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> China from WWE is a handsome woman. I don't even, I don't even go handsome. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's a woman. but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to find the one case. Okay. So people can't be like, oh, here's one. You're wrong. Now... <laughs> was that Winona Ryder and Boys Don't Cry? Because she had been handsome? No. Or <laughs> no. Was it Winona Ryder? What am I thinking about? I, I forget, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. And um, you just don't refer to I had to bring my brother and my sister over. Hey, excuse me. Let me <laughs> take this poll, right? <laughs> and they're like, Mom, no, you just don't do that. You don't ever. She's like, she wouldn't step away from it. She was already like married to what she had said. Oh, she, she's yeah, committed. She's pot yeah, committed. She, she was pot committed. She was like, no, I'll say, I'll say it again. I'll say it three times fast. You know, <laughs> can't stop me. Handsome, handsome, handsome. That's basically what she was doing. And I'm like, no, you don't do that. So same thing. Where this is a bald is beautiful campaign. Hmm. No, you are afflicted with a horrible disease that makes you ugly and bald. And people should recognize that and have sympathy for you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I did mention this was about cancer, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cancer is a horrible disease. It's not alcoholism. No, it's true. You can't just... assholes out there. He has a horrible disease. What does he (laughs) suffer from? Ah, marijuana addiction. No, uh, it's not a disease, asshole. You got a problem. Why don't you uh, put down the radiation there? Yeah. (laughs) Right? No, no, no. No, no. It's fucking... Cancer is... Cancer's legit. (laughs) Well, yeah. Have somebody who's an alcoholic who has a disease sit next to somebody who's bald from chemotherapy, puking their guts out with cancer and say, I have a disease too. What are you in line for? Fucking assholes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's when the the girl chokes him out with the uh, bandana around her head. He, alcoholism, really? That's yeah, disease? exactly. Good. Ah, ah. He should. Yeah. Or he, she, she, whatever. Yeah. Should. You can't tell because they're bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, anyway. There's a campaign. about cancer, though, right? <laughs> There's a campaign. Little girls who have chemo. Right. Now th- this this is uh, I actually did enjoy this story and I still do yeah. <laughs> even though you've been trying to spin it in quite a way here which uh eh, it takes a talent I gotta I gotta give you something hey about hey I, I mean <laughs> I could te- teach a uh, Carl Rove a thing or two all right very good 
Now, th- this was a campaign. It didn't have any real demands. It was just a campaign that was out there. Yeah. It was, it was a bald and beautiful campaign to kind uh-huh. of spread awareness. Yeah. And uh, Mattel caught wind of this, and okay. they decided they were going to start manufacturing a bald Barbie. Oh, no. Uh, a, 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 with a complete with wigs and every all the accessories and everything. Oh, well, that's okay, because it's more like a Mrs. Potato Head Barbie. <laughs> all right. I'll make you look however I want to. Yeah, kind of like uh, Lucretia in uh, Spartacus. Exactly. Change the wig every now and then. Wear the red one because I know you're my bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Did you see the finale for that? Um, yes. All right. Quite a show, man. Anyway, yeah, so uh, they the concept is uh, it, it's there to reduce the stigma for children undergoing treatment for those afflicted by the conditions such as alopecia and... Trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. Yeah, that stuff. Mm-hmm. That one. It's uh, powerful. Uh, now, see, the, the thing that I enjoyed about this campaign is that they weren't demanding anything. They weren't make, they weren't, they didn't go up to Mattel and say, like, look, you need to start making us uh, bald dolls so that you can represent us because we feel neglected. So annoying. Yeah, that, see, that's irritating. They, that's they, they irritating. weren't doing that. They were just increasing awareness, which, like, I, Mattel, which I appreciate. Like, Mattel, okay, like, it's cool. Like, go ahead, do this, like, concede in this way because you're making people who are sick feel better. Right. Okay, my thing, my pro- big, big problem with it is the people where it's just like, big is beautiful. No. Okay. Big is not beautiful, fatty. Put down the hamburger. <laughs> That's not Hamburgers the way it are works. Though. Yeah, the whole the whole thing about like, oh, genetic predisposition to being fat. Well, guess what? A lot of people have a genetic predisposition towards a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily mean it excuses it, stupid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There there are things you can do to uh avoid that. But not so much in the cancer way. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't exactly. That's my point. Like, right. if you have a g- genetic predisposition to having cancer, like, that's a horrible affliction that you have very little control over. Right. Right. That's a big difference. You, if you have a genetic predisposition to being a fatty, guess what? Start eating salad and working out. Right. Absolutely. That, I agree. I agree with you on that point. Yeah, you, you, well, you can't. <laughs> my point is, is that you can actually prescribe something to the fatty, and you can't just be like, "Whoa, why don't you just eat salad and work out, leukemia kid?" Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that's, that's so fucked up. Like, absolutely. You, you, so my point is, is that in in the case where kids that have leukemia have this affliction, like it's it does excuse, yeah, like their condition. Like, yes, it's it's horrible. If we can do something to make these kids feel better, then yes, let's do that. But in the cases where a lot of people ha- use the whole, like, blank is beautiful, I don't know, man. Yeah, in most cases, those are uh, very upsetting. I, 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 agree, I agree with you on that point. They, like, what was Decembrow not too long ago? Decembrow. Remember Decembrow? That sounds familiar. The feminists were growing out their oh, unibrows right. in right. support of something or other that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, the whole, uh, this is what a feminist looks like? Is that the same kind of people? Something like that. Yeah. I don't care. No. No, I disagree completely. Yeah. And I'll just, just wrap this story up. This is another reason now that I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mattel is uh, they decided that, that these dolls were not going to be sold in stores. In yeah. fact, they, they were just going to be donated to the hospitals and then handed out to the people that were that had this condition. Yeah. Which is uh, it's great. It's way awesome. It's, it's awesome. Kudos to Mattel. Hell yeah. Buy Very Mattel good. toys. Absolutely. Tons of them. They're our uh, unofficial sponsor now, even though <laughs> some of the things we say may not, <laughs> may not be in their demo. I, I, yeah, I, d- I doubt that they would, <laughs> they would actually sponsor us. Yeah. Um, I need another shot of Jack. Now... <laughs> 
But now Jack Daniels on the other hand, give us a call. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't give us that Jack honey crap though. No, nah, Bobo. That oh, Tennessee honey no. is that's it's it's, it's embarrassing. It's or Soco Pepper. Soco oh, Pepper. Oh my god, we tried that. You remember we tried that with the girl with the big boobs at the place? Right, with the inverted teeth. With the, I know what the fuck was that? I don't know. She was talking constantly whistling at me. Dogs were going crazy around her. Yeah, it was like we were walking by and she's there at the beginning and they're like, "Oh, all right, she's kind of yeah, cute. Yeah. We come back on the way out, and they're like, oh, we come up, we start talking to her, and they're like, whoa. I know. All right. I'm going to take this shot and go. She needs to go to the body shop, get her grill redone. <laughs> That's what needs to go on. <laughs> what? You, are you telling me she didn't pay for those boobs? She paid for the boobs, but she oh, didn't pay true. for the grill? That's true. What the fuck? What's more expensive? Maybe she's counting on seeing guys at night only, where the face, the teeth aren't as a focal point. Oh, no. Plus, she's also serving liquor, so you get drunk enough, teeth, ah, fuck the uh, teeth. Is it negotiable? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it could be. <laughs> that's so horrible. That's why she's pushing liquor, I guess. I guess. Yeah. That's why I push liquor. <laughs> <laughs> hey All right. Uh, here's a, this is a study that was done here, which is nice. I think that's something we can, we can both appreciate since we're both, uh, Gifted with the IQ, as I like to say. Gifted? We won the genetic lottery? Yes, we won the genetic lottery. Oh, my God. What are you going to do with it? Oh, play World of Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Most people. Most people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so smart. You don't understand me. Oh, really? Yeah, you're right. I don't understand. Why don't you do shit with your intelligence? Right. Now, if uh, actually, before I even get to the story, there's another story. This is a very small snippet, which... uh, Actually, I may have talked about this already. Where Stephen Hawking doesn't understand women. I may have, I may, I may have mentioned that. Really? Yeah. Shocking, well, he, right? you, he goes to swingers clubs. Does he? Yeah. There was not too long ago where they basically they caught him at like a swingers club in his wheelchair and everything. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so, so this is a study here. Uh, this is a research out of Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, that it says, working together in small groups can make some typically smart people less intelligent in the moment. Uh-huh. To get these results, well, scientists... Duh. Yeah. To get these results, scientists gave university students IQ tests, then paired up those who had similar levels of higher than average intelligence and had them solve problems as a team. Overall, most participants ended up with worse scores than they did on the individual IQ tests. Of course. Why do you say of course? Well, because... Does the group think... No, it's it's not necessarily groupthink. I don't know how much of what I'm going to describe goes into groupthink. Okay. But when you're debating an opinion with somebody, right, and just any problem-solving kind of thing, because people are going to have different ways about or different opinions about how to approach a problem, how best to come up with the solution. Right. You're not being completely cold about it. You're not being completely analytical. Whereas you th- you might think that... Uh, the analytic properties of two intelligent human beings would be multiplicative, and they'd be greater than the sum of their parts. Right, right? that whole two heads are better than one yeah, fallacy? That, well, well, that's what I mean. The, <laughs> the, the sum is greater than the whole of its parts. Right. It, it, it doesn't work that way, because your ego is involved, your security, your self-esteem. Right. And one person, or both people, will be concerned with both of those things. So they're going to be like, oh, well, is this a good idea? Um, Instead of just saying no... Which, if it's a bad idea, well, you'd be like, well, maybe it's just not the best idea. Or maybe we should do it this way. Or maybe we do blah, blah, In the meantime, they're burning time, which is an issue on IQ tests. Right. But because- by social standards, we're, we're not supposed to be, no, that was dumb, you're stupid. you got to kind of cater to them, kind of almost uh, kind of soften Humor it. Them, yeah. You have to take into account their ego. So, of course, yeah, yeah the p- people together are going to be stupider than people alone. Yeah, this, this is why I usually tend to... 
work alone, especially at work, or even in, in high school and college. If there's any group projects, it pretty much became my project where I assigned people to do random tasks off to the side away from me. Yeah. Because uh, so, I'll, I'll handle this. I'll get it done. But I don't, I don't need your, your stupid input. Just go practice football. Huh? What happened? I blocked out. I don't know. <laughs> what I used to do is I just delegate. You just got to delegate the workload and know what your people are capable of. I mean, right. a lot of group work is not necessarily uh, dividing up the work equally between people. What you have to do is you have to recognize exactly what kind of talent you're dealing with. And say, for instance, you do have two people that are not necessarily ex- the exceptional people of doing whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You just assign them the exact same work and assume that their work combined is going to be able to you know, be sufficient to satisfy that much. So okay. if you, even if you have to divide the work up into eight parts, take four of those parts, give one person three, and give another person one, then, I mean, that's still delegating in a way that's effective because you're not taking on quite as big of a workload, and you working on four is going to be more effective than you working on eight anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. So You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in a time management perspective. Absolutely. Uh, a study goes on. A scientist uh, told the students how they were doing in comparison with their peers. Yeah. Those who were told they weren't doing so hot ended up getting even lower scores. So once the people found out that they were not doing well, they started doing worse. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that really smart people aren't confident and somehow <laughs> telling them that they're doing badly negatively affects their self-esteem to the extent where they perform poorly? <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> exactly. Of course. <laughs> of course. Intelligence doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like do your best no matter what. In fact, the more intelligent people that I... Most of the intelligent people I know actually have more fragile egos than some of the stupider people I know. Okay. In fact, a lot of the stupid people out there are, are so unaware of their condition <laughs> that they have a, a way more confidence than they should. Absolutely. Because they're not aware of how moronic they are. Because it's just not operating on a level of self-awareness. Now, you have intelligent people that are out there that are somewhat objective, reflective, and introspective. And then they start appraising their condition. They go, oh, my God. The rule fucking blows. I hate my life. And they they can't discipline themselves enough to focus on all the positive things in life. So they end up going down this just, like, spiral of depression. Yeah. And that's why I think there's actually a high correlation between mental illness and intelligence, depression and intelligence. You find that the more intelligent you are, the more likely you are to drift off on one of these tirades where you're more depressed, you you have mental illness or any of those things, alcoholism, all that stuff. Yeah, no, for, I, I agree with that. And for that, me, it wouldn't even be alcoholism. I wouldn't consider it that. I would just be me dumbing myself down to everybody else's level by consuming alcohol in my mind. Right. See, now the, and this is one of the reasons, not, not to say that I'm one of these brainiacs, but... I, I need to constantly distract myself from my own thoughts. This is why I listen to uh, oh, yeah. all kinds of podcasts or I'm always has a TV on. I have something going on in the background to kind of occupy my mind from turning it on itself. Oh, I so used to take the bus. I used to take the bus and I remember one day I came home and I was just like ready to just shotgun people. And my mom, <laughs> my mother, she, she she was just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, I forgot my phone. And I was left to my own thoughts on the bus. Right? That's a that's a scary thing. And then she was just like, oh. <laughs> and then she just walked away slowly. <laughs> that's all that happened. Backed out of the room. Yeah, she, she, yeah exactly. 
it was like that that Family Guy episode where one guy starts crying at the table at the clam, <laughs> and everybody just slowly moves yeah, away, slinks out, does a worm out of there, even exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> very good. But my my own thoughts. That's why I refuse. I refuse. Uh, well, I refuse for a couple different reasons to not take drugs. I mean, to to not uh, to oh, hold right. on. That's a double negative. I will never take drugs. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and this is a huge reason why. Uh, if I ever took any hallucinogens, I oh. would fear, even before taking them, what your imagination has to store what for you? my mind would lead me to. Mm. The crazy shit that I think of without any aid of hallucinogens right. <laughs> is bad enough. <laughs> You know, you've seen my art ideas. Yes. They're pretty twisted. Yes. I've yes. I've explained my art to people before and they're like, "Do you need help?" Yeah. And that's with no drugs. <laughs> they just gave you a hug. Yeah, imagine me <laughs> with drugs. <laughs> me with drugs is not a good idea. Uh, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're on the no explode right now. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that to uh erupt into me just like leap at you and choke you to death (laughs) no no. that's not the way it works no all right uh one last thing in the study here because we're just about out of time uh the study also found that women were way more likely to be affected by the group dynamic than men (gasps) yeah another shocker even though they had the same scores on the individual iq test beforehand not only that the researchers found that any group (laughs) <laughs> that any group setting can kick off this decline in intellect. So cocktail parties can make you feel dumber. As a result, act less intelligently. Which I'm not sure if it has to do with IQ or just the alcohol in itself. But or the women. Or the women. <laughs> no, and, and I'm not saying that in a way where I'm saying that women are less intelligent. What I'm trying to say is that men will act dumber around women. In fact, yeah. they perform poorly on IQ tests just... In fact, there was a study that I read on on Google Plus that somebody had shared, and it's and it showed basically that a man doesn't even need to be around a woman. A man can be, simply be told that a woman is going to be watching him while he takes the IQ test, and he huh. will perform less well. Wow. Yeah. Even even with no woman around, just having a man tell him that a woman's going to tell watch him take the test will make him perform less well. Is is that because of the pressure or is that because he's trying to come off dumber? I have no idea. Well, how weird. how is he coming off dumber going to like aid him in any way when she's just well, watching him? This is, this is what you you were saying a second ago I think that yeah. uh the guys have to dumb themselves down around some chicks. And because I, I think I feel like I will I will say that I don't think that guys have to dumb themselves down around some chicks. What I will say is that some use it as a tactic, right? Because they think it makes them more uh, easy to talk to. Because I, I think in my, in my experience, there are quite a few women that are intimidated by intellect. That you start. Everybody is. Yeah, but like to a point where in people. Fact, we, we were told at one point that, uh, or I think you were. I was in the room at the time that uh, somebody told you you read too much. Well, a, a girl told you you read too much. Yeah, because you were sounding smart. You we were just the conversation we were having, whatever the top the. I was humoring myself had. though, and I didn't want to have sex with that girl. Yes, yeah, so, and that's exactly my point. So, so, with that in mind, that women are intimidated by intelligence. Yeah, some of them anyway. Yeah, that you start dumbing yourself down to not seem as intelligent in order to not throw up her defenses or turn her off. Uh, yes, I will do that. 
Okay. Because I'm manipulative. But yeah. <laughs> but I will have to say this. If I ratchet up the intellect and the intelligence and people don't vibe with that, right. they can't keep up, or all the jokes go over their head, even if I'm asking something like, where's the beach? Right? Right. right. Now, if that happens, then I feel like that's more of a filter. Right. I, I'll do it on purpose, and, and that'll make me less invested in somebody because it makes them immediately unattractive in my eyes. You're not getting my jokes. My jokes aren't even that fucking sophisticated most of the time. The last time I told a sophisticated joke, I think I said somebody, um, I called somebody a euphemistic cunt, right? Okay. And, and that's kind of a sophisticated joke. Yeah. Or insult, really. But that's about as sophisticated as I get with my humor. All right. Yeah, and that's and just like we were talking about last week a little bit, where uh, where I'll refuse to change certain things about myself. Last week we were talking about I refuse to uh, stop using gay or fag. Yeah, because that's that's just that's just how I am. Okay. In in this instant as well, I I don't like to dumb myself down too much. In fact, you know I can't what? think of a time where I will dumb myself down because I, I the the intelligent person that I portray uh-huh. is who you need to accept. And it's not even though it may not get me laid as often by being this guy. Yeah, I'd rather not get laid as the smart dude than get laid as a dumb dude that made you think that I didn't know what the quadratic equation was. You know, the funny thing about that is, is actually about two and a half years ago, or th- maybe even three years ago, when I was at the peak of my game. Yeah. Right. But way, way, way back when, when I when I was really, really polished, I intentionally. Eliminated words from my vocabulary because they were too big. Huh. And and I felt and, and this had as much to do with being a good communicator with, with women as it did to just simply being a good communicator in general. Okay? okay. Because if you use huge words all the time, it can actually turn people off. Yeah, because they, they get won't that. get what you're saying, and they think that you're basically just trying to subordinate them through intelligence, right? And and you're using these big words because they're nice, big, and showy, and it's just like, wow, look at the big brain on Brad, yeah. right? <laughs> kind of shit. Where it's just like you're smart, but you're not that smart, right? In fact, somebody, um, not too long ago, I was hanging out with a guy and a couple girls. And this guy used this just like fucking eight dollar word, right? Just it, I'm not even saying one to five dollars anymore. I'm saying eight dollar wow. word. It was impressive. He threw it out there. I didn't know what it was, and I read, right? <laughs> um, and he said it, and I looked it up, and it and uh, he was actually talking about uh basketball at the time, which is kind of contradictory, right? Okay, yeah. But you remember what the word was? I went back. I I don't even remember what no. the word was. Uh, I'm out of sight, never mind. Right. But I go back and I tell, uh, I'm, uh, when he walks away, I'm, I'm talking to the girls and I'm like, yay, what the fuck it was, I said the word all about, right? Oh, what the fuck was blah, blah, blah all about? And, and she, <laughs> one of the girls goes, oh, that's how you know he's single. Wow. <laughs> in, in other words, like, Nobody that's going to use a word that big is really an effective communicator to the extent where they're locking anybody down. Interesting. And I thought that was funny because if you look at the way uh, that presidents speak and all that that kind of thing, that yeah. that's what I focused on too. I was like, look at Obama. He's this crazy effective communicator. But is he really using these huge fucking words? No. What he does no. is he uses very small words to create eloquent points. And you see that a lot in uh, the Plato's Republic also, 
where Plato's Republic, which is, which is probably one of the most epic books ever, uh, written with Socrates in it and, you know, Thrasymachus and all these cool dudes. And it plays on all these like state theory and these really, really fucking sophisticated ideas. But they don't really use big words in the entire thing. There's no really like fucking $8 words in the whole thing. He's oh, what he's doing is he's making very, very eloquent points, but taking simple ideas and comparing them to each other and going, Hey, look at this. Look at this. Aren't they kind of like, shouldn't the, the best way to engineer things be more like this and, and work like this. And, and, that's basically what the whole book was, and that's why I think it is so epic, is because it reaches a, such a large audience. And, and I think that if you can make eloquent points but use simple languages to do it, then that's what makes you a really effective communicator. That's that's very interesting, because you can pretty much say the exact same thing with without using the giant words. Yeah. And I, I, I can't see where that's off-putting, because, yeah. I mean, I also feel like I have a pretty big vocabulary. Yeah. but And when I hear a word that I don't know, I, I, but I don't think that's that's douchey. I kind of go off to the side and look it up on my phone so I have it for my database. Yeah. And whether I use it or not, because I'll probably forget if I don't use it right away. But I just, I do I think don't know. it's douchey. At this point, I really do think it's douchey. I really? think it's just like, well, the guy might as well be wearing a Rolex watch and flashing it around. Well, all he's doing is using mm. the same tactic of being flashy and showy, but he's just doing it with his intelligence instead of doing it with like money or any other number of different things. What he's doing is he's, he's trying to show off. And I think that unless you can pull that off in a very eloquent way, then you really just fuck it all up and make yourself look like an idiot. You know? Yeah. Oh well, let me throw this word out here that nobody's gonna use. And look at me. Did, look at did, me. Did, was there a pause after you used the word to kind of look around to see if anybody understood it? Um, I I think so. There was. Yeah, well, he, that, he, that's that's uh, that's douchey right there. Then. See what I'm saying? It's just if you have to think about, do they get what I said? Well, that's what I mean about language. That's why language is actually so important. And I think that there should be better ways to illustrate points that we're trying to get across and if we can eliminate certain ways of doing it then we become more effective communicators you become more effective even in your comedic sense i mean look at all the comedians out there they're not these like crazy intelligent dudes and if they are crazy intelligent dudes guess what they're making very crazy smart points but they're using very simple language like george carlin Mm -hmm. george carlin was probably one of the smartest motherfuckers ever but if you look at the way he's funny he 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 makes really really smart points but he uses very simple language to do it okay and i think that's what made him not only really really funny but really really smart unlike dennis miller who uh is a douche yeah (laughs) uses the craziest references and nobody knows what the hell he's talking about he's a douche he's that he's that exact kind of douche i just described where it's like (laughs) let me just leave you all out here and you go well you know i like george bush you know shut the fuck up idiot (laughs) you know what oh i'm supposedly just immediately think everything you say is credible because you used a fucking eight syllable word let me go fucking look in a dictionary memorize a couple words throw them out there every once in a while and suddenly i'm credible fuck off I, I I remember trying to like him at one point when I was when I was really young because, I just hate him. because I felt like 
oh, he's sophisticated. It's the same kind of yeah. thing he was trying to portray. When I, when, before I knew better to, to label him as an asshole, I, I thought he's he's making these jokes that are very complex and sophisticated. So I want to understand that. I want to be in on that part of the joke. Yeah, because you're like, I'm a pretty sophisticated person. I'm a pretty intelligent person. I got an intellect on me. I should be able to vibe with somebody else yeah, who exactly. has an intellect on them. It's when exhausting. It, <laughs> it is it's stupidly exhausting. And, and that's my, my whole thing about uh, like even just hanging out with people who are nerds and pride themselves on their intelligence and only their intelligence. Like I get that. Like I'm a fucking smart motherfucker, but I don't think that it's necessary to just throw it around all the time in the way that they do. I'd rather vibe with some people, see what they're all about, see what they got going on in life and just be friends right. instead of trying to subordinate them with my intelligence the whole fucking time. Right. Now, yeah. And if, I, I just started watching this, uh, this big bang theory. Uh, which is pretty much it has these guys. They're they're yeah. they're super brainiacs. They use big words and they over explain things in scientific terms the entire time. Yeah. And the reason it's funny to me is because they're doing that and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 so outlandish, but people like that actually exist. They do. And it's to, I'm getting comedy out of that. I don't think you're smarter than I am. I I I think I'm I'm laughing at you because you think you're so smart. Yeah. And th th to me, that's the appeal of the whole show. I, I don't know if that's what the intention was. Well, that is the funniest fucking thing is that they don't get the joke. I mean, that's what I'm basically trying to say. They don't get the fucking joke. And the reason mm -hmm. why they don't get the joke is because they're out here isolating themselves with their language when they don't re realize that the real power in life comes from being an effective communicator right. and vibing with as many people as you can. Yes. Not by isolating yourself and going having your own little fucking circle jerk over there with all the other intelligent <laughs> kids. Why don't you just go over there in your little fucking corner, play Magic the Gathering the whole time, and just fucking never get laid? That's basically what they're doing. Yeah, pretty much. And, and I know, because I've done it. I, I yeah. got over it when I was 12. And right, I, exactly. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I discovered vagina. Right? That's the quest I want to go on. Vagina quest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. This is pretty crazy, though. I'd like, this kind of goes off on a weird little tangent here with the vagina quest. Okay. Um, they have, I, I don't know if it was Google. I think it's Google who are experimenting with uh, glasses that you wear in everyday life as yeah. kind of like a heads-up display. Yeah, kind of like the Minority Report type of thing. Um, I, I guess. I don't remember that part of the movie. No. But the, it, it basically overlays uh, a digital interface over everything that you see in your field of vision, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's augmented reality. Augmented reality, yes, right? right? So you can look at a store and like look at the Yelp reviews and you can look at different things and look them up immediately because it's in your field of vision. Right. And I was thinking like, how crazy is interactive porn going to be? <laughs> like, isn't that going to be fucking insane? It's going to be like POV, but like you're from your like eyeballs. Like it's going to be so uh. weird. <laughs> like, no, yes. that's not where your mind went. I no. mean, seriously, think about it. The internet was created for porn. I wasn't like, expecting you to go that the, way, but I'm at the same time not surprised that the, you did. I'm just saying the internet, like the internet wouldn't be what the internet is unless it was for the porn industry just booming out of control right. on the internet and fueling the, the it spread because let's be honest the, the military had it and it was largely undiscovered for like i don't know fucking 10 years right. the military was just like yeah we could run logistics and fucking run forces we got gps satellites and all this shit and then one motherfucker put titties on the internet and then bam in two <laughs> years it was huge it was the next thing you created some giant bubble that popped and fucked with the real estate market yeah, and everything and it took one pair of boobs 
<laughs> one pair of boobs. That's all. You know, that's all it started. There was some guy who, like fucking took some picture and he couldn't even do it on his cell phone. He had to scan it all old school. So they were pixelated boobs. Oh, I, I, DOS, yes. All right. And, and, and that's what fueled the internet. Uh, double DOS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I miss those DOS days. I felt smart because I knew the codes and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that anymore. <laughs> just start running Ubuntu. Yeah. I'll get the Unix going, man. Yeah. Or Linux. Linux. Yes. All right. I'm going to wrap it up here. Send us emails. Ratpackpodcast at gmail.com. Check out the website for uh, extra stuff. Yeah. Even MMA emails. I just started training again today at uh, Cabrina's Alliance Gym yeah. in West LA. I'm going to be on the mat tomorrow. Wow. It's yeah. quick. Look at you, man. I know. All right. I will... Uh, what am I doing tomorrow? We're going to collab. Oh, collab. Yes, we're going to collab. We're going to project collab at the brewery. Yes, the brewery Go district. There. Very interesting people there. It's always a good time. Yeah. A lot of people from all kinds of different walks of life and different interests, which all together in one place. It, it seems like, I feel like it it, uh, it it wouldn't mesh well because there's so many different types of people. No, no. It's a self-described artist salon. That's yeah, really what but, it is. But it's it works out. Different artists from all different kinds of fields. That I mean, you're talking about people who are fetish models. They'll do aerials. People that do, po- uh, I think it's poi, the, the fire stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or you, but at the other end, you have people that are writers, producers, photographers. Um, basically, any field Engineers, people doing that the industrial be, stuff. Exactly, any field that could be considered somewhat artistic. You have people from those backgrounds going presenting a lot of times, and some of them are actually fairly high profile. Yeah, um, so uh, go check it out if you dig on that sort of thing. Uh, you can find it uh, Project Collab on Facebook. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put a link on uh, on the website and uh, also for. Uh, on the Facebook. Yeah, so check out the website, check out our Facebook, send us emails. Send like us, their page. Send us Twitters. Yeah, like their page, like our page, like everybody's page. Have have virtual sex with our Facebook page <laughs> uh, with your Google glasses. Yes, that's coming up. Doesn't that sound like something? <laughs> it sounds like sex already. What are you doing, Googling? Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled this chick last yeah. night. Oh, my God. I Googled all over her face. <laughs> I think she had those glasses on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're done here. Uh, (laughs) Until next time, I'm Adam. Yeah, and I'm Rex. You see me roll on my segue. I know in my heart they think I'm white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. I like to roll with the gangsters. Oh, it's apparent I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. How'd I get so white and nerdy? I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some media. I edit Wikipedia. I memorize Holy Grail really well. I can recite it right now. And have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. I got a business to my website. While friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my dog. Yo, I got myself a fanny pack. They were having a sale down at the Gap in my